Welcome to the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your host, Cousin Cornbread, on A-N-D-S Radio. That's ain't no damn station radio. We're delivering this straight to your earphones, your car speakers, and sound bars on that Wi-Fi, hotspots, Ethernet, T1 lines, shared data plans, or however you get on the internet. And we about to go ahead and get this commentary in and solve life's problems. Y'all ready? Set. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cornbread. What's happening, folks? This is your favorite cousin, cousin Cornbread. Coming through Sex Travel Sports Food episode number 11, man. Yeah, we, we going ahead getting it in out here, man. Elam, episode number 11. That's how you say 11 in a trap, okay? Elam. I don't even know how to spell that. E L E M, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. We episode number eleven. I appreciate everybody coming back who has listened before. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome up. I guess you hear me. <laughs> oh, you know what? First of all, let me tell y'all something, man. Shout out to everybody that's joining on me on my Facebook page and Twitter. And Instagram talking about I laughing myself too much. Uh, forget y'all, okay? Uh, I'm going laughing myself because I'm I think I'm funny. Well, I think that I'm kind of funny looking, and I be just saying some corny shit sometimes. So I be laughing at my own jokes, but that's self love. You're supposed to laugh at yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you don't think you're funny, who gonna think you're funny? If you don't think your jokes are funny, who will? <laughs> Shout out to my uh, my play sister. Miss Gina with my PSATs. She got that self-love season t-shirt. So y'all go buy one of them joints on mypsats.com. Yeah, man. And while I'm doing plugs, look, while I'm doing plugs, I just dropped some t-shirts myself. And y'all can go check them joints out on cornbreadscloset.com. Okay? Got some joints on there. Got the Black Dollars Matter shirt. Got the petty inside for all y'all people that's living petty in your life. Got a joint that was inspired by Intel's logo. You know how they got the Intel inside logo that shows you what, you know, what that computer's being powered by. So if you're powered by petty, (laughs) I made a good t-shirt for you, man. So go buy one, $20 on cousincornbread.com. Click the link, Cornbread's Closet. It's up in there. Or just go straight on the site, cornbreadscloset.com. Get your work in. Get that summer T-shirt popping off for you. And I'm going to have some more joints coming up. But we just getting started with those straight, those four first designs that you're going to see on there now. So go buy one anyway, man. Buy one for you. Buy one for your family, friends, coworkers, enemies, whatever. If you think your enemy petty, buy your enemy one. Drop shit between them. <laughs> just do that. They petty. But yeah, man. And don't forget... uh. May 27th, I'll be hosting uh, the Laughs and Spirits Wine and Comedy Series, man. That's going to be the first joint with the Royal Concierge Group kicking that off. That's Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day Sunday, 6 o'clock, down at the Tasting Room at the National Harbor. We're going to be on the water. We're going to be acting fancy. We're going to have our pinkies out, sipping Merlot. 
sipping that Sauvignon Blanc, sipping that Moscato, if that's what you drink. Whatever y'all going to do, man, go get the tickets. You can get that on CousinCornbread.com as well. Click the events tab. It'll take you right, right to it. And uh, we'll have comedian Eddie Bryan out there holding it down for a full set for y'all, man. Ain't no half steps. Ain't no bullshit. We're going to get it straight in, man. Y'all going to get some free wine down there. Get some comedy, little hors d'oeuvres, and be grown and be fancy. I'm not going to say grown and sexy because I think people be trying to equate grown and sexy. I don't really think that's the truth because you can be grown, but you might not be sexy. Or you can be sexy, but you might not be grown. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be we gonna be grown, and I'm just going to give y'all fancy because we're going to be drinking wine. That's it. I don't even, ain't really no other reason why I think y'all going to be fancy, but, you know, oh, well. <laughs> But yeah, man, we're going to get into it. Like I said, episode number 11. Appreciate everybody coming back. Listen, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, if this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. But if this, you know, so if this is your first time, go make sure you check out all the previous episodes. I've seen some of the some of my dedicated listeners and some of my followers and all that stuff, man. Some of them them snitched on themselves talking about they all they back on episode five or six or something silly. What y'all doing? Keep up, man. Sheesh. Unless y'all tell them, unless I tell y'all I'm taking a week off. Every week I'm putting one out. All right? So make sure y'all keep up, man. But even even if you didn't, go back and listen to them. They all online, all posted. You know, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, uh, Everywhere. Everywhere you can get a podcast, basically, I'm on it. Okay? Or just go straight on CousinCornbread.com again and uh, check it out. Anyway, let's get to it, man. Um, yeah, you know, the past couple weeks been really wrapped up in uh, this royal wedding. Okay? we've been Everybody's been talking about the royal wedding. Everybody's so excited about the royal wedding. And uh, a lot of ladies... I just in love with being in love and in love with the the weddings and the beautiful bride and the, all the rigmarole that comes along with it. And I don't really know what the hell rigmarole means, <laughs> but uh, I think it counts. So it's, it's it's useful. It's applicable in this situation. There's a lot of a lot of pomp and circumstance going around with weddings, especially these big ass. Celebrity weddings, which this royal family wedding is, right? Um, but one thing I was always amazed by is Americans' adoration and obsession with Britain and British, the British royal family. Because you would think that, uh, based on the Revolutionary War <laughs> that and the Boston Tea Party, that it wouldn't be a whole bunch of like, you know, love for for Britain, but people, millions of people, obsess with Britain. Okay, they love the British accents. They love crumpets or whatever the hell that is. They like the teas. Motherfuckers out here drinking Earl Grey like it ain't nothing. You hear me? <laughs> but first of all, let me tell y'all a secret, man. I don't understand. A lot of times when they have British accents on movies or TV or whatever, I had to turn on the, the captions because I don't know what the hell they be talking about. I need subtitles and captions because for whatever reason, 
I have a, ter- a difficult time understanding this British accent. Terrible. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Because they, they have like this weird, like the ending of their words are just weird. I don't know. But uh, besides British accents, I have a terrible time with Indian accents too. Don't, I, yeah, look. If, I, if I'm talking to an Indian or on a phone call with an Indian or something like that, or in a meeting and they're hosting the conference call, I have no clue. No clue. Like, I had an Indian stats teacher. Let me tell y'all this story real quick. I had an Indian stats teacher, right? And um, this is a sidebar like hell, but whatever. I had an Indian stats teacher, and she kept saying, she was talking about something. And I kept, I was didn't understand what she was talking about. She kept saying, you know, and if you take this data point, and then you have to deter mine, whether, da 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 and then in order to deter mine, something, something, something. And I was like, what the hell is a deter mine? Like, what is that? Like, what is a, what, what is that even mean? Like a mine, like a, like a land mine, like a deter mine. Like, what the fuck is that? So I was like, so then one of my classmates was like, dog, she's saying determine. I was like, oh shit. Oh, okay. I got you. But the pause fucked me up. Like, I was like, what the fuck is a deter mine? Like, what is that? I'm like, I ain't never seen that in a Rambo movie, a deter mine. <laughs> I was like, no dead ass. I ain't know what the hell she was talking about for like weeks. This is like probably the like second week. I ain't know what she was talking about. I just finally had to ask somebody, what the hell is a deter mine, dog? I had it in my notes and everything. I wrote it down. I ain't know what the fuck she was talking about. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the royal wedding, man. Um, yeah, it was a lot of, you know, everybody's all excited about the wedding. Ladies all in love. Love is love. It's so exciting. It's so awesome. But there was also controversy surrounding it, okay? Because if y'all haven't heard, the bride, Meghan Markle, I think that's how you spell her last name, but she's going to be Markle today. If, it ain't, if she ain't really Markle, she's Markle today. Uh Meghan Markle is black. Okay, she's a black actress, a black American actress married uh, Prince Henry. Oh, I made that up. I don't remember. But whoever the prince is. <laughs> he ain't Prince Charles, right? It's prince Henry. Harry. My bad. Harry. <laughs> prince Harry. Okay. Um, and it was a big story because supposedly she's the first black woman to infiltrate the British royal family. And everybody's all mostly excited. I think most people were excited about the fact that this lady was black. You know what I'm saying? But I researched whether or not. So I saw a whole bunch of people also saying, well, she's not the real first black person to infiltrate a royal family. And why is that royal family the most important royal family and all that kind of stuff? So some people were on that end of it. And I was like, hmm, what are they talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they, what other royal families are we talking about? Because we people are obsessed with the British royal family, but there's tons of king, there's tons of uh, kingdoms across the world. Okay? So anyway, with this whole, with this joint, I was like, let me see what they doing because I like to know random ass information in case I got to go on Jeopardy one day, okay? Or if I got to shut down trivia night at one of these bars at the Green Turtle or something like that or when I'm old in the city, the citizen home, 
I'm gonna shut down the whole the whole junk. I got all the useless facts, okay? Uh so look, so this is what I found out. So there's a theory amongst historians that these people that tracked the British royal family's lineage and all that kind of stuff, that uh there was actually a biracial queen before named Queen Charlotte, who was suspected of being the great granddaughter of a Moorish lady who was born in, into the Portuguese royal family. And so the way that worked is, of course, Portugal invaded North Africa somewhere and they took these people, married some of the people, had some babies, and this Queen Charlotte was one of the great, great grandbabies, okay, of the Portuguese royal family. Now, great grandbaby Charlotte became the queen after she married King George III, who was the king from 1760 to 1820. And Queen Charlotte was German. And she married him uh, when she was 17 years old. And he was 22. That's the that's the real live historical information right there, right? Now, here you go the crazy part about the whole jump that I found, which is they had 15 kids. 15. They had 15. Kids, god damn. So you know what happened? If she was black, you know, she was black like Moroccan or whatever she was, Egyptian, I don't know, whatever. Whatever she was, she's black, okay? So she probably had that fat African booty. Okay, so uh what's his name? King George was like, hey, <laughs> I'm about to dive in it. <laughs> She probably had a dunk on her. So he was like, man, you about to get these 15. <laughs> Sheesh. He was like, man, that John, shit. You ain't going out this house. You ain't going out this castle, y'all. About to hit that back to back. Y'all think Drake be going back to back. King, what's his name? King George III be going back to back. God damn. He had 15 kids? God damn. But she was 17, so what that make her? 15 kids? That's like a kid. Shit. She was having babies till she was like 40. Jeez. <laughs> but look, I was like, man, fit, I, that, that's, that's the part that shot me out of the whole damn thing. We already know everybody always invading Africa and stealing people with all this shit. We already know that. But 15 kids is a lot. So some of y'all is probably related to Queen Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? All y'all, some of y'all Portuguese people, all y'all people over there and uh, what's that? Cape Verde, Cape Verdeans, y'all probably, yeah, y'all probably Queen Charlotte's peoples. All y'all uh, Portuguese down there in South Africa. <laughs> oh, y'all probably some Queen Charlotte people, goddamn. 15? Sheesh. But yeah, man, I, I, for real, I wish I had a lot of kids, man. Because I always tell people that dumb people, like all the ratchets and the dumb people, all the irresponsible people, they be out here having all the kids, right? So like, you know, you you, so, you know, you grow up. Somebody tell you do it the right way. Have a bad family, find somebody. You know, have a union and all this shit. Do it the right way. Meanwhile, the ratchets out here just popping them out. You know, they don't give a fuck. They having hey, we don't know. We just have any babies. But anyway, I wish I would have had a whole bunch of babies, man. But I don't. But you know what? My grandmother always pressing me out, man. My grandmother, and my mother put so much pressure on me to have babies, and I'm old now. So they be really going in on me. My grandmother like a little low-key comedian. 
You know what I'm saying? So she always pull up on me, man, very disrespectfully talking about when I'ma had kids. And then she said, and then she started joining. She's talking about when my kids come home, when my kids get born, I'm be so my sperm so old. They my baby's gonna come out wearing construction hats and combat boots and go straight to work. <laughs> I said, Grandma, you very disrespectful, yeah. Like that's not nice. You're supposed to be nice as a grandma. You can't just be over here joning on people like that. Cause I'm very sensitive about my age, my my thinning hair, all that kind of stuff. And now you're talking about my, my baby's gonna be Benjamin Button babies. That's disrespectful. You know, so if any of y'all got a disrespectful grandma, don't just don't don't think you're alone. Cause these grandmas out here out of line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, so on this royal wedding, everybody's like very extra excited. Or they're neutral, like how I was. I was like, okay, whatever, it's a wedding, don't really affect me. I don't really care about Britain. Um And then you had some people that was very upset. Okay, and so there were some men and women that were upset because they felt like black, they felt like it was a double standard being set recently, okay? So you got, you know, because you had the whole Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino uh, video that came out, This Is America, and when he, you know, everybody started getting in his, his life, and I'll talk about that in a few minutes, but you had that situation where he's talking about how he was married, he's either married to or with a white chick whatever who cares but apparently people care which we're going to discuss and then you have now when people are saying that when black men marry non-black women there's usually a negative connotation for it versus when black women marry non-white I'm sorry marry non-black men it's treated as like a accomplishment and they get a lot of more support and all that kind of stuff. And examples have been like Serena Williams or Eve, the former uh, rapper of Rough Rider. <laughs> Eve, you know, when she got married to the Caucasian dude, everybody was excited. Yeah, bitch, yeah. Right, like, get it. And now you got this actress who's marrying the prince. And everybody like, man, I need me a prince. And my shit, I'm like, I need a princess too. Shit, shit. They giving out a royalty. That's a good, hey, that's definitely the glow up. <laughs> For real. Um, but yeah, so I definitely think that there's seemingly a double standard. All right. So like anytime, like, like we say, I mentioned those notable black women, right? So, Anytime a notable black woman marries a white man, whether he a prince or not, it's always considered marrying up. All right, so he could be a regular old accountant or some shit, and or a dentist or whatever, or he just working Wells Fargo as a cashier or something. But everybody be like, "Yeah, it's, it's about to be turned up." When I'ma find me a nice white man to sweep me off my feet, girl? <laughs> be like, what? Yeah, these dudes, like, these N-words ain't this. They ain't coming correct. Hey. These N-words don't know how to get, be a real man and step up to the plate. You be seeing all kinds of stuff, man. Social media and in person. You be hearing them. Stop struggling with Jermaine and get you a Jeremy. All kinds of foolishness, man. But it's always some kind of weirdo compare and contrast to the perceived greatness that inherently comes with being a generic white man. Versus the perceived struggle that comes with being a generic black man. 
Okay. So these ladies are responding to these ideas of what they think comes with just being black or white. And it's weird. Right? Like, why does people why do people really believe that? They really believe that the black men start out not being shit. <laughs> right? So black men are definitely profiled as being trash until proven worthy, as opposed to the white men are pro- uh, automatically assumed to be great until they prove they are bum, until they prove they trash. So we got black trash from the top starting out, but white trash, you got to build up to be a white trash. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, man. I can't, eh, I can talk a whole year about how irritating it is to be profiled like that off the top and people don't know you they just look at you or they might know a limited amount about you and they assume that oh they just like everybody else crazy but you know like the other storyline clear like i mentioned earlier was that so the backlash that black twitter slash black social media i guess black twitter is just the name for everybody black i guess these days um so the backlash that Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, got for being involved with a Caucasian lady. And so everybody was basically saying, even though he wrote songs like Stay Woke and recently This Is America, which was was considered a very introspective, quote unquote, woke song and woke, and woke visual, supposedly, um, that he can't be woke and pro-black because he's married or I'm sorry, I don't know if he's married or not, but whatever. Because he's involved with this white woman. And it's crazy. It's like the dumbest thing in the whole wide world when people say that. Right? Like, why are they going to that dude? They don't, who cares who we married to? Right? If that's who we wanted to marry, that's who we fell in love with. If y'all believe in love and all that, then that's who we got. That's who we fell in love with. He married her. So what? He can still be pro-black. To assume that who you date basically controls who you are is silly. So you assume because this dude dates a white chick or just a non-black, what if he dated an Asian chick or Latino, whatever, right? But race doesn't define who you are. It doesn't control the percentage of melanin in your skin. Uh, It don't protect you against racial profiling. It don't protect you against genetic predisposition to diabetes <laughs> or hypertension. It don't do none of that. So that man's still black no matter who he date, who he married to, who he has babies with. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he still experiences the uh, the existence of a black man like everybody else in America. He just he does. Period. Okay, and that's why we all everybody always say you know. Oh, they gonna find out they black no matter what they do. No matter you Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, or Larry that worked in, in the trash company, or me, or whoever, right? And we all black. We all gonna have that similar experience because that's how our experience been set up in this in this country. You understand? So I thought that was just weird, man. Like everybody was going in on. Everybody was going about, about him having a white chick. Who cares? Let him have a white chick. So what? He's one dude. He's one dude. There's plenty of dudes in your inbox right now trying to be that black man in your life. Just answer the damn DM. <laughs> okay? Shit. Stop worrying about these other people, man. Worry about yourself. That's my favorite little meme or gif. Y'all ain't never seen that video, man. Little, 
the little baby girl, little white baby girl in the back seat in the car seat. And she say, worry about yourself. <laughs> and she pointing at the thing, her dad or somebody messing with her, asking her to do something, put on her seatbelt. And she's like, I got it. Just worry about your damn self. <laughs> That's true. Everybody needs to worry about themselves, man. For real. Listen to that baby. You ain't never seen it go just type in worry about yourself on YouTube. It'll come up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, so it was cr- it's crazy because then they they went into this whole topic about whether or not uh, with, with the Donald Glover thing, the Charles Gambino thing, they went into this whole topic about whether or not creative dudes, weird, so they, they, they correlated creative and weird dudes with nice dudes, okay? And um, they were like, all right, well, are these weird, creative, nice dudes like Donald Glover even attractive to black women in general? Like, why they mad? They wouldn't want him in the first place, right? So apparently, black women along with the Kardashians, <laughs> have been generalized as only being attracted to athletes, drug dealers, and thugs. So would they even have gone, would they even care about Childish Gambino if he wasn't, if he didn't have any no ride, if he wasn't famous, would they even care? And, you know, it was, it was crazy. The, the response was all over the map, okay? But one of the craziest things is that when it got into this whole thing, everybody started focusing on a nice guy thing. Nice guy. There's been all these people talking about nice guys. And apparently, women don't like the 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 the, the stigma of self-proclaimed nice guys. So if you were quote unquote nice guy, you consider yourself a nice guy. Don't tell these women, because they saying that that shit is all a facade. <laughs> they saying the only reason or the ones that were vocal anyway. These, I'm talking about the feedback I saw. So I'm not saying it all women, but the ones who were talking about it, they were like, look, these dudes only being nice because they trying to get the draws. Like being nice and self-proclaimed nice ain't, ain't is nothing. Because y'all only being nice to fuck. And I was like, damn, is that true? Is it really true that... <laughs> Black men across the world had going on with like a choreographed uh, show just to hit it. Like they, they was like, yeah, like he just going, he going to be nice up front. And as soon as he hit it, he going to just revert back to like, you know, same old raggedy ass N word. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. Y'all think that every quote unquote nice dude is just putting on a show to fuck? Like that's crazy. I don't understand. And uh, because there's some dudes, I guess, that are genuinely nice, right? So how do you discern between who is the one that's putting on and who's the one that's genuine? And why would that be a problem? Even if he was faking, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I guess it's, it's false representation or something like that. But it was crazy how everybody was really going in on being nice. On, on dudes who I guess who I guess the 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 caveat was dudes that proclaim themselves as being a nice guy and trying to kind of take credit uh for being nice. So I don't know. I guess being nice has turned into a derogatory term now. It's a derogatory term in the dating world these days, man. And um the ladies don't want to hear it, man, because they saying it, it, being nice don't mean nothing. And being nice don't entitle you to no cooch. <laughs> it don't entitle you to them being nice back. 
and it don't entitle you to no cooch. So don't. Pre- so if y'all think y'all nice fellas, don't tell nobody. Okay. Don't don't just don't say nothing. Just be nice. Mind your business. Keep moving. <laughs> and I wholeheartedly agree with the ladies on that though. Okay. You know, being nice or whatever, it don't it don't entitle you to nothing. It don't entitle nobody to nothing. But I also think it goes both ways because there's a lot of women who think because they're nice and quote-unquote quality woman and all this stuff uh, that they deserve a man, deserve to be dating all the, you know, the man of their dreams or the man that they like or whoever. Uh, but you're not entitled to it either. So, you know, the man not entitled to it, the woman not entitled to it. You know what I'm saying? Because they could be uh, somebody that's nice, but they still have unattractive characteristics, right? Like, they could be inconsistent. They could be pushy. Uh, they could be needy. They could be a drug addict, gambling at a compulsive gambler. <laughs> or in real life, they could just be plain though unattractive. They could just be ugly. <laughs> Or have bad hygiene or whatever. It could be any old thing, but nice is just going to be one of your characteristics. And that's going to be relative to whoever's judging you. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's sitting back here being judgy. Being choosy. So, hey, don't talk about being nice to nobody, man. Just be nice and keep moving. (laughs) But this is the other crazy part about the whole thing, man, is that. So another part of the, the thing that it's spiraled into is that. The quote, the term nice guy, clearly I said became derogatory. Okay, so the thing that everybody came out with, I know the ladies were saying was that apparently nice guys, if you if you call yourself a nice guy, if they or if you come off as a nice guy, then they think that you have a little dick, and I was like, <laughs> for real. And they was like, yeah, man, like nice dude, any dude that's being all nice and try to claim that he's a nice guy is uh, he probably got a little dick. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, where did y'all come up with that theory from? (laughs) I was like, yo, that's crazy. I would have never assumed that that's what meant that women were profiling dudes as the nice dudes have little dicks. That's crazy. And and uh, the ladies were like, "Yeah, it's true. Yes, they was they, the yes bitch brigade was out. The yes bitch brigade was on it. Like, yes, girl, you know he got a little dick. He trying to be all nice and shit to cover up for it. I was like, oh man, that's crazy to me. <laughs> but I guess it was. I guess that's the the consensus. Um, but do y'all really think that's true? That's crazy." So if you a courteous dude, nice, y'all go out on a little dinner date or whatever, and he's being nice and courteous, and you y'all at real Chris, and you sitting across the table eating your little crab cakes or whatever, and you uh, you just looking across the table like I know this dude got a small dick, huh? <laughs> I know this dude got a small dick. I don't even want this steak no more. I don't even want these crab cakes no more. He got a small dick because <laughs> he being he being too nice. That's crazy, and that's terrible, man. That's terrible. So that means that chivalry is a big-ass scam for real, man, because y'all done potentially falsely profile some dudes 
out here that might have adequately sized dicks as has a small dick because they were just being nice a nice dude that's crazy that's not fair <laughs> but generations motherfuckers have been being falsely profiled as having little dicks because they just trying to open the door for the joint sheesh can't even pull a chair out out here no more in these streets <laughs> but yeah man uh i guess they said the uh they said the big dudes uh don't feel like they have to be nice because they know that the big dick gonna make up for them being an asshole and i guess that i guess that could be true too um and it's, i guess it's similar to my theory that pretty women pre- being a pretty woman comes with its benefits you know there's definitely pretty woman privilege 100% if anybody disagrees with that they just living in a fantasy world those are the same people that disagree that racism is still a problem in 2018. <laughs> same people, same people. That being pretty don't matter. No, being pretty, yo, you can be, that's why you had a, the whole thing with like mean girls and all that kind of stuff. You can be a pretty terrible, a pretty woman with a terrible attitude and get away with it because it don't matter. People be like, oh, she pretty. That's, she, I, I, want, I want her to be my friend if it's a woman. I'll be friends with that pretty girl. She, she attractive, whatever. And dude's still going to be trying to get at her because she fine and most dudes are visual and that's the first thing we go off of. Like, hey, I'm not going to say dudes, actually. I take that back. Most people are visual off the top. So they're going to go for it, whether or not they don't know nothing about it, but they, they want to be your friend. <laughs> they want to be, they want to get you in the bed. They want to marry you. They want to be your boyfriend. They want to, whatever. They want to buy you drinks. They want to do all this just because you pretty. Don't know nothing about it. Okay, so I guess it may. I guess it's kind of true. Same thing as I guess the big dick dudes and the pretty girls all have privilege. <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause I always said that too, man. Like you always yeah, being attractive definitely helps you. You know, if you ain't, if you're not attractive, man, you better be out here with a great personality. Because you, you can't afford to have a bad personality and not be cute. You can't do both. You got to choose a struggle. <laughs> Especially if you a dude, you can be you can not, you can can not be unattractive as long as you got some money. If you, can, if you got some money, that takes away your unattractiveness, usually. Okay? They'll tolerate it. They'll tolerate your ugly ass if you got some money. But women, they just got to be pretty. They don't need no money. They got a bad attitude, no money. But they still don't get ahead in life because they're pretty. And it's fine. Whatever. That's how life is. But and dudes, dudes thing is you gotta have enough money to to X out your unattractiveness and your assholeness. So you could be an asshole. So I guess a rich dude with a big dick is just a deadly weapon. <laughs> but yeah, man, everybody that's unattractive, we gotta be out here with nice personalities, jokes, five degrees, doctoral degrees. We gotta do all kinds of extra stuff, man, to get ahead out here in these streets. <laughs> Chicks with a GED be out here dating the Princess Zamunda. <laughs> Just because she cute. You know what I'm saying? She got her whole rent and little PCS bill paid. Metro PCS bill paid. Simps and sugar daddies everywhere. Just because she cute. Meanwhile, her girlfriend, whole doctor, can't get a plus one to her bestie's wedding. <laughs> man, the world crazy. It's a cold world out here, man. But everybody know that, man. The more attractive you are, the cooler you are, the more bad girl or bad boy you are, the more people gravitate toward you. That's just how life is, period. Ain't no debating that joint, man. But, uh, yeah, it's been, 
that that whole this whole royal wedding, childish Gambino stuff, but just the royal wedding and all the continuance of uh, the whole I, the whole white superiority complex is just continuing to be a situation, man. No matter where you go, we could these people couldn't even get married without that being the focus, man. Childish Gambino couldn't put out a um, a very introspective commentary piece without everybody focusing on that about white versus black, black versus white. Who's who's white? Who's not? Man, fuck all that. Okay, y'all got to stop that shit. That white superiority complex is killing everybody's progressiveness. Okay, and the black inferiority complex that some people adopt. That shit all needs to stop, man. Just stop it. For real. You ain't you ain't no less cause you black. You ain't no less cause you got black people in your family. And you ain't no better cause you got white people in your family. You know, you can still be a whack, terrible piece of shit. No matter what you mix with or not mix with. It don't matter. So y'all stop that shit, man. 2018. Kill that noise. You hear me? But uh I guess the lesson out of all this shit for real, man, with this whole thing about <laughs> uh, nice guys having little dicks and cute chicks getting all the props. Just be an asshole, man. For real. Assholes be winning out here. Whether or not you're a creative dude that was raised to be nice and courteous or you're a nice refined woman with a whole bunch of accomplishments and all these things, it don't matter. Just be an asshole. And then later on down the road, if you do happen to be nice to somebody, You'll get extra credit for it. Like they, you know, you get extra credit because you'll show maturity and growth <laughs> when you decided not to be an asshole no more for that one time or whatever, man. For real, I'm gonna leave y'all with that. I'm gonna let y'all get up out of here, man. Cousin Cornbread, once again hosting your favorite show, Sex, Travel, Sports, Food podcast, and I'm gonna end it with that, man. Y'all being too choosy. Y'all need to stop all that shit, man. And once again, go on cousincornbread.com. Check out everything on there, man. And just go go and go to cousin. I'm sorry, not cousin cornbread. And go to cornbreadscloset.com as well to get you a new t-shirt. Get fresh. And uh, don't forget, May 27th, we down at National Harbor with uh, wine and spirits, liquor. And, I made that up. <laughs> Laughing Spirits at uh, the Tasting Room at the National Harbor, May 27, 6 o'clock p.m. Go on my website, get your tickets, man, on the events tab, all right? And I'm going to leave y'all with the same jump, man. Same thing I say every week. The three keys to life. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Number two, if you don't set goals, you'll work for somebody who does set goals. And number three, don't drink and drive. You might spill some. Log out.